What's up, guys? Welcome into College Football Uncensored. We are six weeks old, Tyler. We're adorable. We're learning. I don't know what six week old babies learn. They don't. They don't, like don't do anything but shit and sleep. That's I mean, that's kind of like what I did for most like <laughs> age twenty eight and twenty three. So no, I mean, that's like that was like them. my that was like my Sunday after a Saturday night out in college. Gross. Um, so much poop content. Always the poop content. We we always keep it coming for you. But uh, yeah, welcome into Cultural Uncensored. Uh, it's going to be, I mean, the name is still going to be Cultural Uncensored. We're not going to change it. Um, but we're going to talk a lot more college basketball today. Like, I'm sure you're excited about that because you've been pretty ornery uh, and Debbie Downer about the basketball season because sorry that your team's not good at basketball. Like, you're not a basketball school like Alabama. Um, regardless, how are you doing, man? Well, if we're not a basketball school, then I don't know what we are. <laughs> what Maybe is women's State soccer? right now? <laughs> women's soccer? Are they good at women's soccer? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real good. Dominant. Dominant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, well, that's good. Did you yeah. have a good weekend? Yeah, it was good, man. Um, I uh, I went out and did something for the first time in like a year. I went to Top Golf, masks Ooh. and everything. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, but it was like, it was good to see. I mean, there's a lot of people out, which is a little nerve wracking after not being out for yeah. a year. But it was they got it all partitioned off, and you get kind of get your own bays without having to be around people. It was good to see people. Uh, you know, the weather's turning. People are in better moods. It's nice. Yeah, is this the one up uh, up 400 in Alpharetta for those it is. of you in Atlanta? Yeah, you know, I'm the Burbs guy. So we went there for our, our good buddy Rich Janowski's, uh like before his wedding. He had like a whole week long thing. Um, like the wedding was a Friday and everyone got in like on a Wednesday and we, we went to top golf, but this is like right when top golf was a thing, like became a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like 2013 or, or 2014, I guess. So it like just opened. We had no idea what was going on. And me and my buddy Jeff showed up with our fucking clubs. Yeah. Like a full, but no, no one does that. Tyler, no one shows up to top golf with a full, that's like ha- having a fucking caddy to go play pirates cove putt putt with. Like it's a little <laughs> bit much. Um, well, so well, I showed up with my bag last night. Two top golf. Well, I mean, you know, during the pandemic, everyone's a little weirded out by using the same golf clubs as everybody. No one's. I've never heard that being like that is like the most first world problems and white privilege thing I've ever heard in my life. But yeah, okay. I, I mean, yeah, I'm in Alpharetta, so what do you expect? That's fair. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the only reason I even brought this up is because I just wanted you to hear. Or I wanted to hear you say your thoughts on the Georgia Tech uh win over your Florida State Seminoles oh, in the did. ACC championship game. Yeah. Um our, AC, our our championship games went a little differently. <laughs> so <laughs> like the whole tournament went a little bit differently. Yeah, um yeah. which we're gonna get into in a second. But uh but so I guess before we get started, even though we've already started, um want to remind everyone one, thank you so much for everyone that's already left a, a five-star review. It's already subscribed and 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 uh kind of liked and, and all that kind of stuff with the podcast. The support's been awesome. We really appreciate it. Um, it doesn't feel like it's only because of the stickers, guys, and that really means a lot to me. We do have stickers, but we appreciate the love and support anyway. So make sure you guys continue to do that. We've got um, some stuff in the works for March Madness, and we're going to have some more giveaways and all that. But um, do that, and this week is a big week, Tyler. Um, it's, it, today was Championship Sunday, like for one of us. And if you if you can see what I'm wearing, um, I'm just – covered in titles okay like I, I thought about this today like i don't i i've really been trying to make a like a, a an effort into not being a homer like changing the perception that chris marler is just like an unabashed alabama homer um you know because that that seems to be uh who i really am at, at a core however we're throwing that out the window we're six weeks old we're already moving past that because I feel like I have to be a homer this weekend, not just for Bama, but for Oregon State. Everyone that we pull for in this household, in the Marler Steel children, I don't know how many fucking hyphens we're going to have when we actually get married. In this household, we all want to, we all want a conference title this weekend. Not only that, you know what I'm about to say because I already told you. Alabama not only won a conference title in basketball this weekend, they won a national title in women's wheelchair basketball. Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, no, congrats on the hyphen, though. That, I feel like that was the breaking news of that whole thing. 
Dude, you know, we, we bought a t- like a to-do list board, like a, like an actual, like a dry erase board to, to go over like, you know, honey-do list shit together. <laughs> and she bought it, right? Like, I would like on Amazon so. or whatever. Yeah, oh, I don't know if that's supposed to be. I'm about to get that stimulus check, bro. You better easy. <laughs> Stimmy's um, on deck, boy. <laughs> can't wait. Stimmy Johns. So <laughs> she she got, it ended up coming in the mail. It's like way bigger than it needs to be. It's, it's like fucking like just absurd size, like calendar to-do list. And at the very top, it says steel hyphen Marler family. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. I didn't realize it's progressive. We talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Well, it'd be more progressive if we actually talked about it. But anyway, um, I, I uh, you know, this is now just a this wheelchair is marriage therapy and, and marriage therapy podcast uh, It's the off season. So we might as well get into it. Right. But yeah, so this weekend was championship Sunday. I know Tom Hart said last week that that's his favorite like weekend, even more so than the first weekend of, of March Madness. I disagree, but did you enjoy watching the, the conference tournaments and title games this weekend? Tom is also currently tweeting about Taylor Swift winning multiple <sighs> Grammys, I guess. So it's just, you know, you can only take what he says with a grain of salt. Taylor Swift's an angel. <laughs> um, no, it, look, hey, congrats to Alabama. Uh, and Oregon game. State. And Oregon State. We have become an Oregon State pod. Um by adoption, I suppose. Uh, no, congrats on the win. I, I did take the loss. I, the ACC ch- uh, entire tournament was just completely <laughs> screwed up. I mean, we we actually Let's didn't talk even about play that. A, we, didn't, we didn't even actually play a game until the semifinals. <laughs> so so that's not like an exaggeration. Like the way yeah. it set it up, because of how many there's like 78 teams in in ACC basketball. Yeah. Yep. And, and they start yeah. the tournament on Tuesday, right? Yeah, and there's a the, the top two seeds have a double bye. And so we didn't play the first two games, and then we were slated to play Duke, and Duke drops out with COVID. Like, by the way, Coach K was like, he, he wanted nothing less than to play, to just sit on the side. Like, he, he, he yeah. you know, he didn't want Duke to play at the beginning of the year. Uh, so they kind of, I'm not surprised they're not in the tournament at all. Um, so we play UNC, beat them. And then on the other side, Georgia Tech gets to play the 13 seed somehow for their first game. Right. And obviously they won that. And then in the semifinals, they were slated to play Virginia. Virginia drops out with COVID. Defending uh, national champs, yeah. technically, right? Like I the mean, number one and, seed. And the, right. The number one seed <laughs> in the tournament. And uh and uh yeah, so they you know they got to a cakewalk into the finals and then they of course beat us, which just made me very disturbed. I was actually at Top Golf with my neighbor who's a tech fan. And uh, we bought we bet a bottle of bourbon on Florida State minus four and a half. I bet on minus four and a half. Yeah. Uh, so lost that. It was like a double kick to the nuts. <laughs> um, but yeah, congrats well, to, yeah. to Bama's women's wheelchair basketball. <laughs> I just really want to make a we put the roll and roll tide joke, and that's now it's coming gone because you. I, like I, I hate I hate that that's how the ACC tournament you know yeah. like ended their season because usually when I watch like. ACC sports, I, I know that I'm going to get really good competition top to bottom. And, and like the, the best teams, like the number one seeds, like in, in all sports, especially football and basketball, they're never going to have like a week off. You know what I mean? So right. it was cool to see that like metaphorically happen. And then also really happen um, in basketball. So, well, what sucks about it is to, to not get too serious, but like, it, it reminds you of how like fragile the tournament is like, don't, yeah. You know, it, cause everyone's going to be in one spot. Yeah, of course. It's, knock it's on like wood. The it's bubble's like, like a good idea, but it's like, uh, do we all need to be like, how how much can we socially distance in Indianapolis? I, I'm very confused by that because I don't understand science or believe in it. So, I mean. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's like the, let's say the 16 and the 15 seeds that are at smaller schools. I mean, I don't know if the NCAA is now because it's the tournament paying for all the COVID stuff, but like, yeah, you know, in football, for example, a lot of those lower uh, tier divisions uh, didn't even play football because they right. didn't have the money to do testing every single week. Right. So the, are the, you know, the guys at, you know, Gonzaga and Michigan and Bama, are they on the same COVID testing as like Drexel? <laughs> I, first off, shout out to Drexel. Shout out um, Dragons. Yeah. I mean, like, is that really what they are? The Drexel Dragons? I want to say yes. That, that was off like the top the of the dome, but you have to, you have to Google that. They're from Philly. I have a hard time believing anyone from Philly was like, you know, we should be the dragons, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, you're right. Like we were talking about this today and how it really is fragile. And it's, it's weird. They laid out the rules from the NCAA, which was basically 
okay, like we're going to make the field. We're not going to have, you know, like alternates after two days. Like you have like 48 hours, like get the testing done, all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I'm with you on this, like, because March Madness is so much different than any other sport in like, like in the way that it's played out, like in not just in college sports, but like in general, right? You have 68 teams now, and it's just like three week thing where like it it's so cool to watch all these smaller schools but you're right like i mean of course you had to like bring up like an actual valid point of like are they gonna be able to afford that, that kind of testing is it gonna be the same and, and i kept saying this during the football season like there's so much money and there's like there's so much money to be made for one and there's also been so much work and effort put into an entire season and you're telling me that if you get down to like the elite eight and somebody gets covid Right. We're just going to be on the honor system here. Like, yeah, no, no, we're we're good here. Um, (laughs) Like, I hate to say it, but like, there's no fucking way I would be honest about that. Like I would a thousand percent. Like, no, I I don't have it. Um, Kind of like, anyway, kind of like Saban did. I don't know. I bring that up. Um, Which time? (laughs) (laughs) I still feel bad for the guy who's like, you have COVID. And he's like, are you fucking serious? I do not have COVID. Um, Anyway, but like, but it was interesting. The NCAA laid out like the guidelines of how they're going to do this. They're not going to do any reseeding. They're not going to go back and and, redo like the bracket or anything like that. After two days, it's set. So I really like, it's, it's funny to laugh at with the ACC tournament, but like, if that happens, like if that happened to my team, it benefited oh. from it. I don't give a shit. But like, if if that happens, like, you think about like the Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, like that would be awful. Well, be awful. You're you're talking last year, Florida State's team. I I seriously like if you if you listen to the national people, like they said, Florida State legit could have won the title last year. We we were yeah. so good and we were peaking, and then it's like we were warming up for our first game in the ACC tournament, and they were like, hey, game's off. They like they awarded us the trophy, which was super awkward. Um. <laughs> We got you this because we were the number one seed. We had won the regular season and we were like, man, this team is like at legit final four, if not national title. And then they canceled the season. It was like devastating. It's because like you, all of our best players. Part of that, that though, we had two well, yeah, guys, three guys in the, the yeah. yeah the, well, three guys that go in the draft alone. Yeah. And then also two guys in the lottery picks. This is now a Florida yeah. state basketball podcast, but like, <laughs> right. but I'm just saying like it could ruin a of, really good team season. You know, it's like, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. I mean like Bama has been good. They're good. Like once every, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know when the Haley's Comet comes, but I'm assuming it's like dog years. So whatever like eight dog years would be, that's how right. often Bama's actually good. So if, if that happened, I would 64 be pretty dev- 69. 64. Um, but I would be like pretty devastated on that. So we'll see how it plays out. I'm excited for it. There's one stipulation that I heard brought up the other night, and I could a thousand percent be wrong in this, and, and hopefully I am. But like when they actually wrote out like the fine print or whatever, like the way the rule's written. They said you have to only have five players to be eligible, right? They didn't say right. anything about coaches, right. which kind of, like like somebody joked about it last night, like on on ESPN, like it kind of leaves the door open. I'm like, all right, can we just play without coaches? That would be awesome. Like that would be awesome. If I, yeah. I, I, now, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. But like like if if we get to again Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and I gotta watch some fucking like white bench player named Stetson Bennett the eighth go in there and have to run the point. I'm going to be pretty upset, (laughs) Um, but it's still this. I'm so excited for March Madness. I didn't know that it was not technically starting on Thursday. That's depressing too, man. At least we get it right. And it's so funny because when, when they were canceling games in the ACC tournament, I was, I'm in a group chat with a bunch of my buddies from school. We're like, Oh shit, the tournament's in, in jeopardy again. And I was like, no chance they're surrendering that money two years in a row. No, no, Absolutely not. I swear they're going to have teams on deck like Kentucky and Duke that will come in and fill in for these guys. I, 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 I wouldn't be past the NCAA, man. I really wouldn't. I, I hope they don't do that because that would be so wrong on so many levels. But everything they do is usually the wrong move. So exactly. I, again, I wouldn't put it past them. But um, okay, so back to Championship Sunday. We don't need to get into like the the game today as much. And like I was joking about being like a Homer podcast. That game today was awesome. The game yesterday, LSU Arkansas was incredible. Um, the Bama Tennessee game, just because I was emotionally invested into it at an unhealthy amount, that wasn't fun. Uh, being down 15 to Tennessee, it's been a pretty fun tournament. Cause like going into Friday, I was like, this sucks. Like it, even at the end of that day, all the higher ranked seeds had won. It was all mm-hmm. chalk. I think like the top four teams made it to the semifinals. Um, and the games were kind of weird. It wasn't like they weren't good, but it was like almost like the first half was seeming like a blowout. 
in the second half somehow became close, but it was never like that close. And, and we didn't see any major upsets. Um, but man, watching LSU and like just really how talented they are uh, today, like that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun to watch that game. And, and Arkansas as well, which I, I honestly didn't think Arkansas was ever going to lose again after 12 straight wins. So yeah. that was also interesting. Um, like the game today, Listen, I was live betting LSU the whole time. I'll be honest, because um, I did not think I did not think they was going to pull that out. After this weekend, like this is like what we do is like I feel like as people that gamble on sports, it, you tell me who you're putting too much stock into going into the first round of March Madness. And from the SEC or just in general? Just in general. Hmm. Don't say Gonzaga. You sound like an asshole. Well, I was actually going to ask you: Is it is it as easy as Gonzaga is going to win this thing, or do you see them losing? So, I admittedly don't know enough about like actual basketball. Right. Um, I scored 15 points in the first half of an intramural game in 2009, and that after that, I, I that's where I peaked. Like not just for basketball, just in life, in general. Right. Yeah. So, well, I wouldn't say life, but sports but um no like I, I just i don't there's so much that goes into basketball like i i don't get it um and i, I can't really speak on it so i don't know what makes gonzaga great like i, I just yeah they are obviously really good and and they're incredible to watch because they just score from every fucking person on the floor like they they yeah. it, it's it's scary how efficient they are on offense and but you know like it's march madness like i feel like they only once uh, in the past, like 22 years, something like that, have we had all number one seeds make it to the final four? It, it never happens that way. But I also wonder if it ends up being kind of like how football was, where we think we're going to expect chaos because of COVID and ends up being kind of the, you know, business as usual in the same, same group that, that we've talked about all season long ends up making right. it. Yeah. I don't know. You know, this will be different um, just because I, in football, it was weird because I felt like once a team lost like twice, they just – I feel like 75% of the teams were like, yeah. yeah. They kind of just punted the rest of the season, you know? Because right. <laughs> it's like, man, this sucks, you know? Like we have to go through all these protocols every single day. The tournament's different because you're just alive until you lose. And then – Yeah. But I don't know, man. I mean, I, the Big Ten seems really good. So oh, Gonzaga – really good. Gonzaga versus – if it gets there, Gonzaga versus Iowa could be good. Dude, um, Gonzaga versus Illinois. Get, oh, I, I hate to say it, but Ohio State, Michigan. Like, yeah. there's a lot of good teams in the, in the Big Ten. Yeah, so I just – I think that's kind of the story this year, because especially because it's just been a weird year, and I don't think there's a lot of people that are college football podcast people that are, that know the bracket in depth this year. I'll just go ahead and throw that out there. Um, well, it's so, also weird because it comes out on Sunday. It's like this like rapid turnaround, like where you have to like formulate all these opinions you pretend to believe in. Like, dude, it's got to be a senior backcourt. Got to be a senior <laughs> backcourt. Like, I don't fucking know what any of that means. Like, so uh, I actually said that to my buddy today when we were talking about our chance <laughs> <Tesla> tournament. <laughs> no, but no, that that's uh, I do love that though. You know, it's like. At all, every single one of us will be like, or we act like we know the big sleeper this year, even though right. we don't know anything about any team but our own. And it's like, I haven't put a lot of research into this, but I'm looking at Creighton to go to the Elite Eight out of the 15 seed. They can shoot. And it's like, Stuff. it's like, yeah, Creighton's yeah, never going to be a 15 seed. You well, really it was, a, it was a, supposed to be an obscure. Let's, let's take Drexel, for example. <laughs> Drexel Dragons, baby. They can shoot. It's like, yeah, yeah, no shit. Their whole team. They look like it's all a bunch of Mark Prices out there. Of course they can all shoot. <laughs> Are there any other aspects to their game? Like, but like you, you guess everyone's got that friend that like thinks he's got all the ends on all these like, right. small schools. And then usually they just all lose, you know, every once in a yeah. while, George Mason is of the world. That'll make an unbelievable run. Is, is there like, so that's actually a really good point too, because like, again, when I, I my dad used to piss me off with this because for whatever he never watched basketball ever and it'd be like march madness and he would fill out a bracket like right as soon as it would come out like print it off which we need to get into that because it took me like fucking 38 minutes to figure out like how to print off the bracket today um but he would like print it off and just fill it out and like then i was like okay you're an idiot um you obviously did no research blah blah, blah. and then like the first two days would play out and i'm like how the what just happened like like it just unbelievable like like inaccurate and all that kind of stuff i don't think there's like a science to it by any means um i remember like remember the 2000 or 2001 final four i think it was in atlanta 
but it was weird because it was like Florida was like a five seed. Wisconsin was, was an eight Arizona? seed. Maybe. Was I think Michigan State Arizona? was in it. Oh, yeah. Michigan State, Florida played in the championship. Right. But it was like, leaves? get off. Yeah. Off. That's right. With them, them, uh, them Iversons. They were sponsored yeah. by Reebok that year. Um, that was the last time hey, anyone was ever sponsored Reebok. by Reebok. <laughs> yeah. <R. I>. yeah. <laughs> they were sponsored by Asics. And uh, <laughs> every single player actually tore an Achilles. <laughs> so, but like, I remember like that year, it was like the craziest final four, you know, like there was like, I think there's only one team that was like inside the top four of C, like, you know, as a top four seed. And when they were talking about it, it was like, all right, there was only, I think like five people in like Metro Atlanta that, that predicted it correctly. Right. And it was all just like, Oh, I like the mascot. I like this and that. Like, so there's yeah. no science to it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I, don't I also know. feel like college That's, basketball. I don't know if it's because they changed the rules of, of uh you know being able to enter in high school so you got a lot of one and dones right now. i feel like college basketball used to be a lot bigger like back in those days like when duke played arizona and you had like yeah. each team had like four nba prospects on it like i just right. don't feel like i feel like basketball has definitely shifted over the last decade it's been it's been fun to watch like like just strictly from the sec like watching teams like bama arkansas lsu where like nate oates was their nate uh oates was like a fucking math teacher or something like that like did he? Did couple, he really do the the GTFO when they won? Oh, I, I hope so. I, I, I mean, I, I thought I, I saw. That. I thought I saw a tweet where, like, as soon as the uh, the buzzer went off, like everyone's celebrating, it pointed to him, and he said, "Get the get the I, yeah." yeah. I, I mean, think he said that's that. that's what was reported. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if he did, I, I'll celebrate it's it because it's amazing. Sports, yeah, right. Like, like yeah. honestly, and again, especially in the, in a COVID year, we need more shit like that anyway. Like, yeah really really like make a lasting memory okay not it doesn't have to be a good memory um but sportsmanships for losers it's just like it was that line from liar liars like that's just something ugly people tell themselves i can tell you right now i can't pull liar liar quotes out of my pocket like that cool all right well this is good <laughs> off to a good start um, no it was a great sunday of sports man to watch that end of that game and then i immediately look over at my uh, second tv no no big deal <laughs> and um <laughs> And uh, Bryson DeChambeau is topping a drive in the Players Championship. Oh but yeah! How, like how fucking hard he swing though, dude. Like, <laughs> be honest. <laughs> Had some sweet ball speed right to the ground. Uh, so yeah, good good day, man. Congrats! Who on won the-, the tournament this weekend? Uh, well, it's funny you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you asked that. I think um, you okay. Up. It was actually uh, it was Justin Thomas, but anyway. Yeah. Listen, you've you've already heard the clicking going on in the background. I've got 87 tabs open because I'm so pumped <laughs> about this bracket. And the first thing we need to announce before I forget is we are doing a bracket challenge for Cultural Uncensored. We're going to be doing it in the SCS pod uh, SCS podcast Facebook group um, where we still, you know, it's like kind of like our hub for everything. But all the information is in there. Go to ESPN.com. The the name of the actual group is CFB Uncensored Madness. Um, the password is Alabama Sucks. Uh, you can enter up to two two uh, brackets. What else am I missing here? Is that it? Just beware for Drexel. Okay. So, but we're going to be doing a, um, a a competition of, you know, like a, a pool. I don't know if we're allowed to do it for money. I really don't know how that works um, or if our listeners. I think whatever, whatever they're going to win is better than money, to be honest. What are they going to win? A day with us? You know what they're going to win. I sh- well, that sounds weird and creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you get one complimentary back massage, which is like write out like fucking coupons like you did for your yeah. mom when you were seven. Um, no, so we, we actually, we um, I did a little designing this week and we got some shirts being made, some stickers you haven't even seen yet. Um, and also we're going to bring on whoever the, the overall winner is, right? Whoever wins from the group is actually going to come on and have a takeover for a day all the content, whatever, be a special guest on the, the podcast um, and live out their dreams. So I, I, honestly, like we keep, I keep trying to think of like, what's a good, good gift. But we're all adults now. So it's like, dude, a hundred bucks. No one really cares. So yeah, yeah. if you guys have uh, any kind of suggestions, let us know, but we are going to be doing that. Um, Winner gets Chris's always. stimmy check. No, what? <laughs> you know, it's going to be gone by, by the elite eight weekend anyway, because I'm going to be gambling yeah, on it. So, yeah um anyway make sure you enter it we did it a couple years ago it was a lot of fun uh can't wait to do it again so there's a lot of off-season content um like tyler and i said we don't really know shit about basketball um i'm not you guys have seen me i'm not built like a basketball player 
So what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about like March Madness, but we're going to do it like in a, in a way about football. So looking at the first round matchups, which of these matchups do you think, I don't give a shit about what happens like actually like in the actual basketball games, which ones would make the best like college football games for this upcoming season? In the South region. Uh, no, seriously. <laughs> the 8-9 matchup in the South region, Wisconsin and North Carolina. I think yeah. it would be a great football matchup. You got uh, Sam Howell in Carolina going up against a really good defense in Wisconsin. They're, they got that new Didn't QB they just play in the bowl year. game? No, uh, UNC played Texas A&M. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Mr. SEC over here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think that would be a good matchup. You know, I think that would be yeah, a top, top 15 matchup. <laughs> We're going to break down the top 32 matchups from this field. Um, no, it'd be okay, a top Clemson... 15 matchup in, 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 in football. You know, as yeah. UNC is like probably going to be in the top 10 next year, Wisconsin maybe. That's top fair. 15. Wisconsin, I feel like they're kind of like the Texas A&M of, of the Big Ten. Like right. they always have, like they're always good, it seems like, but they always have like these like kind of unrealistic expectations and there's still a ceiling over them. And also like – like I don't know where College Station is, but and just like like Wisconsin, I feel like Wisconsin is just like at a part of the country. I you don't, don't even know, know where the state is. Just no, I never not will. Even the city, um, <laughs> um, it's basically Minnesota, but just like a little bit like more cultured. So it's a fatter Minnesota. So um, shout out. That being said, I, Clemson Rutgers seems like an actual game that Clemson would pretend to like schedule like they were trying. <laughs> but the one I think would be the best out of all of them is. Oklahoma State Liberty. I would I would pay very good money for my fiance's oh, bank that. account to, to watch that. <laughs> that is a good matchup. Yeah. I like that. Um it probably wouldn't be great if Virginia Tech played their best and Florida had an average game, that could be a good game. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um there's not many. I mean, when you're looking at Ohio State Oral Roberts, I don't think Oral Roberts, Drexel going down the list here, have football teams. So it's, you know, Moorhead State. Remember when you were, like, in high school and they – I had you know, it. You know, I knew you did. I knew you had the Moorhead State. Such a fucking State. loser. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even know what that meant. Like, I was, like, I, I was, like, the biggest poser ever. I was, like, go get to Moorhead State. Heard in a ludicrous song. No, that's so fucking lame. Um, anyway, yeah, I definitely had it. that hat. I knew it. You know, if you would have said, like, 27 year old Chris had that hat. I'd be like, yeah, of course you did. But like 14 year old Chris, like I was, I was a hoodlum, man. I was stealing CDs from media play. We can't even get into this. Um, you know what you need to do too is we talked about this like a couple of weeks media back. Media play. Like, that is a great poll, by the way. Media play. So old. Yeah. So old. Circuit um, City. Shout out Circuit City. I stole the the three six mafia CD um with <laughs> sipping on some scissor from media play when I was 14. I thought I was the coolest person in the world. Um, I was going through some things. Anyway, so we need to like pick out one team to like get behind. Like we were talking about it being the biggest donors, like for like right. a small school, and just like like Oral Roberts sounds like that's exactly what he fucking did. Yeah, like that's it. Oral just Roberts just name. owned a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> of the school. I feel like he like like woke up one day. I don't know where Oral Roberts is. Let's say it's in like fucking Wyoming, and he was like, "Listen, <laughs> I own so much land here, and I I'm pretty sure I'm the smartest person around. So I'm just gonna open up a fake school." <laughs> No, no, no. He came into like Wyoming State. He was like, "This is now named Oral Roberts." <laughs> it's a power move. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so yeah. Also, Michigan State UCLA would suck, but I would love to watch either of those teams get beat. All right. So, what are the rules? We need, to, we need to pick a, a seed under 10, 10 or under to get what, behind. To cheer for? Yeah. No, it can be two underdog. Look. Lower than that. I, I think we need to like go all out though and like donate. Like, I mean, I'm gonna need to borrow like 25 bucks, but like we need to like make a donation. Um, and, and then like donate some money and like and to be like actual fans of this team. Like, I mean, Grand Canyon sounds cool, doesn't seem Grand, likely they're gonna beat Iowa. Grand Canyon is like cool ass Phoenix online. Like, they, they have all these cool, they, they're, they're in the mountains, they're out west, but I'm pretty sure they're like a like it looks like a fun campus. Have like, you seen the commercials, right? For Grand Canyon? Are you seriously kidding me right now? Grand Canyon University? No, I've never seen a commercial for them. Okay. They they advertise all the fucking time. And it's like <laughs> this, like, yes, it's 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 very much a thing. Hopefully I don't just watch too much TV, but they've been doing it for years. And like I thought it was like a like a, a 
University of Phoenix type situation because I'd never heard of it. Right. But all the same. And Arizona, this... you know. <laughs> well, well, like, is that where it's at? I don't know. <laughs> is it in Wyoming? I like, anything the Grand west Canyon? of fucking Texas. I don't. I don't fucking know. Like it's. Is it in Arizona? You could have told me Nevada. You could tell me anything. There's like all. Is it in Arizona? Let's pull it out. All right. Dude, New Mexico is called the land of enchantment. I, I've never been there, but I guarantee to you there's something enchanting about New Mexico. Why don't you That's go the there map. and tell me that? All right. No, absolutely. That's what we're doing for our first. No, first uh, of course of we have our team. We have our team. Okay. But the problem is, is that some of our listeners are going to be mad about it. And it's Oregon State. Oh, yeah, we can pull for Oregon State. Did you see the guy who put $100 on them to win the conference title? No. Action Network posted this the other day. And this is this is like, it's not important. And we're, we're I would say we're getting off topic. But we haven't really had a topic. So um, Action Network posted two bet slips from these like two anonymous bettors that in January, like not like the beginning of the season, like January, I don't know what Vegas was thinking giving out these odds, bet 50 and $100 on... Oregon State to win the Pac-12 championship. Netted a hundred grand on the hundred dollar bet. A hundred thousand. Like surely someone is like, this seems like a mistake for the odds. That seems like a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. hey, all right, I got it. We're not even going to pick. The listeners will pick for us. So okay, when you guys sorry. listen to this, we've got what till Friday in the Facebook group. Tell us who we should root for and why. We'll pick the yeah. best reasoning and the best team. And that'll be who we all root for to make a run. And if they make, make it, like a, a pool, if they make it to the Sweet product. Sixteen, we'll buy pizza for everyone. <laughs> we donate Chris's stimulus check to the school. I don't know why we keep throwing out my <laughs> stimulus check. Like out of the two of us, I don't need that stimulus check. Um, it's a very big time for gambling this time of year. I, I think we'll throw out like five teams everyone can choose from. Can't believe you never heard of Grand, Grand Canyon University. Um, I can't believe you didn't know it was in Arizona. So, so we're talking. Like, all right, let's go. Um, all right, real quick. Like, are there? Would you look at like a bracket or watch March Madness? Is it kind of like football, where like I will never pull for Ohio State. I will rarely pull for Notre Dame. Um, there's like a, a handful of teams that I just I'd love to cheer against. Is there a, a group of teams you love to pull against in in college basketball? Besides my rivals, not really. Um, I just root for my bracket. So, Sorry, I'm glad I brought this which up. Which I don't. That's, that's, that's kind of that's kind of why I don't like doing a bracket at times is because I like to root for chaos, but then I get super pissed when I put a lot of money into my bracket and things don't go my way. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, but not, no, they're not really. To be honest with you, I, I just okay. like really good games. That's all I want. In, in the yeah, time. that's fair. I I hate Kansas with a passion. I hate okay. everything about Kansas, um, and I know where Kansas is at. Just so you understand, it's around nebraska shout out to ex kansas coach les miles <laughs> yeah that is some football concept he was fired and then the ad was fired which is like that's got to be kind of fucked up if you were fired by the guy that also got fired like like seven hours later like hold on can we like are we sure that guy was like fit to make this decision like yeah let's so they had on. to have basically found out quickly that it was known in the due diligence period about this incident right otherwise why would he incidents incident yeah. yeah with an s Sorry. Uh, he had to have known about all that, right? I assume that's why he got fired. Yeah, without a doubt. Like, I mean, so the word the word of the week um, for vocabulary was vetted, um, <laughs> yeah. which means when you take your your dog to the hospital, um, Tyler, you explain it. It's it's, it's about Arizona. <laughs> you just do your due diligence. You just do your, your due, due diligence. Wow. Hey, remember when we were talking yeah, about the words you can't say? <laughs> Due diligence might be one of them for me. Every time um, we've ever brought up Les Miles and we've made fun of him not being able to form sentences, we yeah. have then not been able to form sentences. It's uh yeah, it's osmosis, man. Um, no, but don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, Kansas. Back to the basketball. Shout out Les Miles for being a turd. Yeah, uh, it's tough week for him, but yeah, I, I'll pull against Kansas all the time. I I hate Kansas. Um, outside of that, like Duke, it's always fun to watch Duke lose. Always. Uh, yeah, that is true. I used to like Duke because I was a big Grant Hill fan, which I don't know why. Why? What? The worst thing about my Grant Hill fandom was that I collected a billion of his cards, and I had my choice of, like, Kobe, Jordan, all these cards that are worth, like, shitloads of money now. And I've got, like, 700 Grant Hill rookie cards that are just Jesus worth Christ. nothing. 
full like at that time too like when the nba had like so much star power that like like not just star power like but he was like, a big the league yeah, yeah okay sure so are but the like, other Grant actual good players i mean i feel like like saying you like grant hill is being like like you know what though i, I really love the off-brand sperry's like that is my favorite shoe um so it was tough, for you, tough. Man. i wish i could go back in time that's the one thing i would change chris about my <laughs> <laughs> I hope one day that gets brought up, like, like seriously, like with like your your wife. She's like, yeah. do you ever think about like, anything you'd change about your life? Yeah, I wish I didn't wear a fucking sweater vests and get into that Grant Hill phase in in 1994. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, so we were gonna do a guide to March Madness, um, but obviously we don't know what we're talking about, and uh, we're gonna figure out watching the games and stuff like that. It'll, it'll be a lot of fun. I can't wait for it. Um, basically. You got to do March Madness right. Like this is this is like my favorite time of year besides college football because it really is like turning the corner out of the doldrums of not having football, being kind of sports depressed, having to watch a bunch of like regular season basketball games that I really don't give a shit about. But now we're getting into like this. Like first off, like it's it's been light outside, love that for twenty eight straight hours, which is fantastic. Um, outside of pollen, there's really no downsides to March. So. No. This week especially is, is a very big week. Not only March Madness, but St. Patrick's Day. So instead of actually talking about sports content, we're going to continue mm. to avoid it and get into something we know uh, all too well. We're going to rank the holidays, but strictly based off of drinking. Like, What are the best drinking holidays with St. Patrick's Day coming up? Well, so we obviously have to take that out because that's the best, I think, right? We, we can no. agree on that. Did you have Thanksgiving as, as your number one? Well, I was... <laughs> First of all, don't don't tell me my picks, Devil Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was assuming that we both agreed St. Pat's was number one because it doesn't get better than that. I'll just be honest with you. Uh, any in like if you have an entire nation that somehow couldn't figure out how to eat because of potatoes going bad, I like I just don't have a lot of respect for that. But you know what? It born it, it gave birth to an, an entire nation that's not even Irish that drinks agrees that we can all drink on the same day for the famine, the potato famine people. Okay. If you think about it, that's literally every single holiday. Like Americans, like we have to have, like we steal it all. We talk about like the American dream about like, you know, you work hard, you make something out of yourself. Like we have to, we've like forcefully put into our, every single calendar yeah. once a month, we have to get a fucking break and it, it has to be yep. some holiday that revolves around drinking. It's like, you know what? New Year's, I love July Fourth, so why don't we just add Cinco de Mayo into the? Beginning? Yeah, we'll celebrate Mexico. We're celebrating <laughs> that's not even their Independence Day. I'll say <laughs> right, Cinco well, de Mayo because it it's my birthday. Um, you don't even know where Arizona is, so. Uh, <laughs> but like New Year's Eve, champagne, and like in everyone, it, it's like a, a universal agreement. Like, all right, we're all gonna get really fucked up and then pretend that we're gonna start our lives over tomorrow. Um, February, not as much when you have like, like Valentine's Day. St. Patrick's Day is in March. I feel like there's one in April. Oh, Easter. My birthday's in April. That's Shout funny. out me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is now strictly a birthday podcast. Um, Cinco de Marler, my birthday in Memorial May. Memorial Day. It awesome. it literally Memorial Day is awesome. I everyone gets confused between I, I hope because I do uh, between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Um, that's yeah. like one of my favorite things about like Facebook is like that definitely like stopped at, for me back in like probably 15 years ago, but. I get it. A lot of people are confused by that. Okay, first off, um, I worked at Old Navy for a long time in high school, and they celebrated both a lot, and so it was very confusing. Also, I love when I see like some asshole idiot that I went to high school with that never moved out of the small town we went to high school in, and was like, "Thank you to all that served for Labor Day. This never forget." I'm like, "No, dude, that's not that's not the same thing." Jeff with a G. He's working um, at Bahama Breeze. <laughs> first off, that's rude. Love Bahama um, Breeze. Okay, so um, that would be the top. You Thanksgiving is like not underrated, but I put a stipulation. I feel like Halloween when you're 28 and under or yes. 29 under. Thanksgiving when you're 29 and over. That's why I had Thanksgiving as my number one outside of St. Pat Patrick's Day because it's the it's the holiday that you know, at least for work, it's going to be right. you're going to have three straight days off from work no matter what yes like with right. christmas if it falls on a wednesday sometimes you only get like a day and a half off two days right maybe. that is the worst you're guaranteed and then you might have to go back to work on like a thursday which sucks yeah 
Thanksgiving, you know exactly. And obviously, you know, this is about drinking. So it's like, I know by Friday and plus you've got great football on starting yeah. Thursday at 12 PM and not ending until Sunday at 11 PM. I do like the 11 or the 12 o'clock start. Like even for NFL games, I, I do like that a lot. Also, I'm concerned that you put this and you're still so, um, what's the best way to put it? Uh, awesome. Enthusiastic about, about that one being your favorite because the one terrible drunk story you ever told me where you were like an asshole, oh, yeah. where you get kicked out of Johnny's hideaway was on Thanksgiving. So kind of calls for that concern. was, yes, it was tough, but uh, it's just a tribute to my favorite drinking holiday. Obviously, I was enjoying a little too much that that year. Um, what about Christmas? I feel like like if you're Catholic, Christmas Eve is. I, I'm not. It's I'm not, not trying time. to give like a slight to Catholics here, but as somebody who grew up around them and went to Catholic school, I've never known a, a single like I, like eighty percent of Catholics who go to midnight mass are should be Ubering there. I'll just say that. <laughs> it's a fair point. I'm Catholic, so I can feel like I can confirm. <laughs> good um you know who gets lit on christmas is is my mom <laughs> on the that's what well, your mom's a pastor right yeah but like the easter should be the day like that's her super bowl um yeah christmas true. she she's like dips in the mimosas and is like it's like it's like her 24 hour spring break she just doesn't give up <laughs> um probably should be saying this about my mom and her drink yeah. notes. uh i'm gonna go with memorial day sunday though because it feels yes because it's like it's it's just the start to the summer it feels like and you you know you have the next day off and it's like you're not really typically especially at my tender age of 34 um Oof. you got a kid you you got work on mondays so it's like you're not typically drinking on a right summer. But the pool just opened for the first time in the neighborhood. HOA's popping. Okay. <laughs> and I'm up at the pool. On Brenda a made that potato salad. And I'm like, you know what? I don't got to work tomorrow. So am I going to pop another seltzer? Absolutely. Am God, I going to pop another high noon? Absolutely. No free ads, though. I wish that you would um, not <laughs> no like, free ads. make drinking sound fun and also so emasculating at the same exact time. Um, you know, <laughs> this, you know it's an this underrated is 34. day. I think they made a movie about this. It's, this is 40. I'm just 34. Nobody, they didn't have seltzers back then. You're just making it way more sad. Um, you know what's an underrated uh, day? And it's not like the holiday, but it's like that day of the weekend is the Saturday of Labor Day weekend. Because usually it's like, all right, first off, you know you're having a, a three-day weekend. Some people take a four-day weekend that that weekend. And also, it's usually the first weekend of college football. That is like maybe one of my favorite days of the year. Yes. That's it's sad. That's another great one. No. Yeah. I mean, hey, just to, before we wrap up the basketball content, just to give you a <laughs> a temperature check uh, for all my in my group chat with all my buddies that went to Florida State, just to FSU open minus 12 against UNC Greensboro. First message, that seems high. Second one, I'm hammering UNC Greensboro. Things are not yeah. good in the, in the in the group chat. People are not <laughs> people are not feeling feeling right about Florida State basketball right now. Well, I mean, you know, I think I speak for everyone. When I say like thoughts and prayers because we're all like edge of our seat, hoping that that it's right. Because there's not a program that people want to pull for more than what we were left with with Jimbo Fisher's Florida State and Jameis Winston, just like like against all odds, like heroes, really on the field and off the field that you just couldn't help but pull for. Um, it's true. We've gained a lot of goodwill over those years. Jesus. All right. So uh, the last thing we're going to talk about with this uh, basketball content that we've avoided nonstop. Um, oh, also, by the way, St. Patrick's Day is not the best. It's obviously July 4th before anyone gets mad at us for not being patriotic. Yeah, that's true. Damn. We're not going to talk about who's going to win the tournament or like best teams, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about something we know, and that's just best basketball movies. So I feel oh. like that's where I'm, I'm limited to. Yes. So do your, give me your top three basketball movies of all time. And if you say Hoosiers, I'm going to be pissed. No, no. I I mean, I'll go top three, but it ain't three. Okay. So it's probably two. Space Jam. And okay. the, the simple reason, 96 was a great time. It was a great year. Atlanta had the Olympics. I was crushing it in fourth grade. And really, the number one reason is the soundtrack is absolute fire. Dude, from Jump. Everybody get up. 
it's time to slam now lyrics are questionable but yeah yeah um and then they threw r kelly in there which is also questionable but phenomenal banger you know you had some underrated cameos in there bill murray bill murray was in space jam yeah that was an odd and then but it was cool because you know back then they had like the nba players in there so you had big ass sean bradley in there randomly (laughs) (laughs) the mix of players they had in there if you know lebron space jam is going to be like the top five players in in the league right right? like it's it's not gonna be like fucking sean bradley was (laughs) in this i harry johnson i think was in there i mean yeah and bugsy bogues they had two people from the hornets i feel like i feel like that it's kind of mean that they threw sean bradley in there because he's like he just like looked like an alien so they were just like he is a monster yeah he but like there's something wrong with that guy. Uh, bro, real right. talk. Like, have you ever seen a more realistic version of a cartoon drawing of a person <laughs> than that guy who was shot badly? Because his NBA skills were not great. I think the well, only he, thing he was good at was being seven seven. Yeah, <laughs> he was seven six <laughs> first off. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I, that's not that's not a bad pick. I, I'm gonna go in reverse order because I feel like my number one is gonna be a little bit of a shocker. Um. I have, at three, I have a tie between Semi Pro and Space Jam because Semi Pro is so stupid, but it's so fucking funny. It's yeah. just so many lines from that movie. It, it went on for too long. Like, I didn't need to have the whole Woody Harrelson was like fucking Rob Corddry's wife thing. That was weird. That was really weird. <laughs> and it also made me feel real sad for Flint, not even because of the water, just because that seemed like a real current situation, even though it was supposed to be from the 70s. Um, still a funny movie. The bear scene is like top 10 scenes from Will Ferrell all time um number two blue chips i think you'd agree with this yeah absolutely watching Shaq and penny try to act is incredible i mean first off Shaq is you think he'd be good at it now because he's in like 87 commercials he is advertising fucking everything it's like ricky bobby's car the best thing Shaq is an absolute businessman he has he has ownership in all the companies i think that he he advertises for i think he has like ninety seven thousand papa john's restaurants under his name how do you think that went over with papa john himself once when Shaq bought all of his uh his stuff? he's pa- you know what? Papa John's going him. through a rough rough time let's just <laughs> play off is that uh, we're not going to get into that interview but yeah, yeah you, you yeah. should never have to like talk about like being such a the difficulties of not dropping racial slurs is pretty tough um so i always am like super critical of sports movies because they seem to always get them wrong like i was like rookie of the year had a left-handed shortstop um I think Handle the rookie action, that's not the play, right? Right. It's just like anytime you look at the like, breakdown of those numbers, that is not the right thing to do. I'm pretty sure this might might have actually happened, but in the rookie, uh who's the guy? Dennis, whatever his name is, um, Quaid showed up in jeans. I just I mean, I can't. Like you don't go to a trout in fucking jeans. But with blue chips, it was like the most unapologetically accurate portrayal of how sports and how especially how college sports work it's like when they, when they did the the nick nolte thing where he was pretending to be a different denomination for each religion i lost it <laughs> it was hilarious uh okay so my number two is um the sixth man did you ever see this movie oh with the waynes brothers just one waynes brother and marlon he did uh, yeah they use real teams so that him and his uh brother Interestingly enough, you would have thought with the Wayans brothers, they would have used another Wayans brother as the brother. Like they always do. But they didn't. And it's uh, so it was uh, Kenny and Antoine Tyler. They're the stars of Washington Huskies basketball. <laughs> UW. That was real. Yeah, I know. Antoine dies of a heart attack. So Marlon, his brother, and their, their motto, A and K all the way, if you don't remember. Uh, really and you probably don't because, <laughs> because probably not many people saw this. Um, the brother, not as talented. You know, Antoine was the star. Brother right. had to step in. He was kind of more of a role player. He yeah. had to step in and lead lead Washington. Well, the ghost of Antoine came back and mentored Kenny to get them over the top. Phenomenal like, movie. Movies like that, like when you watch them when you're 11, it's like, oh, yeah, like not saying like this is like possible, but it's like you don't think they're that far-fetched. You think about it after, it's like, this is so fucked up. Like, like what? Like his brother died of a heart attack at twenty. First off, we got to talk about what that diet was like, and then second off, I, yeah, I mean, but not a bad movie. Number one for me, 
grownups. The fundamentals that those guys had, even at the age of 48, was astounding. And I'm a thousand percent kidding here. It's it's for me, it's Finding Forrester. Such an underrated movie. <laughs> I love that movie. I used to watch it all the time when I was in high school. Um, it's a fantastic movie. You know, have you seen it? I don't think so. Okay. Well, again, glad I brought it up. You've never seen Finding Forrester? Well, just tell me the plot, bro. So it's a kid who's like, he's like on a basketball scholarship to a private school. He doesn't fit in because he's from the inner city, but he's like really good at basketball. But he's also really smart. Um, I don't know. I'm sure at one point he like uh, talked back to his teacher. And I was like, that's the coolest thing that's ever happened. That's like um, your favorite basketball movie. Yeah, he like corrected the grammar of basketball. He corrected the grammar of his teacher because his teacher is this was a, a jerk. basketball movie or did they just play basketball in it? A little bit of both. I mean, Sean Connery's in it, so it's like, you know, how oh, much so basketball we're going to really talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my last one's Juana Man. Jesus Christ. I don't think I took this as seriously as you did, but I'm not sure this, this movie would fly in 2021. But in 2002, no. this thing was awesome. Jamal Jeffries gets kicked off his team in this like fake league that I think was supposed to mimic the NBA. So he pretends Probably to so. be a woman and becomes a star of the league. But through his process playing with the women, he learned to be more of a team player, not such a selfish asshole. And what happens, Chris? They find out in the middle of the game when he goes up for a massive dunk in the women's game. Of course. <laughs> shatters the backboard. I don't think they th knew he was a man yet. Side note, they probably did. Until the dunk, but, yeah. No, until he lost the wig in the frantic of oh. everyone going crazy so they really thought that the woman shattered the backboard i've never actually seen the movie it's weird that you would rank so, it number one then and, and yeah. he knew so much about it and like and also like you're supposed to be the respectful one of this podcast and i can't believe <laughs> the amount of shitty movies and like, you went with finding forrester and I that's a good Juana movie man. and i that's went with good... Man. <laughs> i don't like you really think about it too. Like, there was like several movies that were like that when we were kids. It was like, all right, what if we do sports, but it's like, like a guy in a girls' league, just dominating. Like that had to be some like kid that like never made like his varsity like baseball basketball team. He's like, you know what? I'll show them. What if I just dress up as a girl? I fucking dominate. <laughs> um, it's like Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield and that guy from J14 magazines. Anyway, um, God, Chris, what? Don't don't. You're always bringing up Dangerfield. Anyway, <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, we were going to talk about recruiting. Um, yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah, for two seconds, because I th I feel like we're kind of coming to the end here. But uh, there's a couple quarterback commits this weekend that were uh, Tanner Bailey to Oregon, Drew Al Alaire to Penn State. So it's starting to happen. Hill went to Mizzou. Yep, the kid from yeah Sam Horn. So what's starting to happen is is you know these QBs are coming off the board. The top twenty QBs that are on the board 14 are now committed. So there's four from the South. I just want to throw out there because it's interesting. Um, there's a guy out of Kentucky, Gavin Wimsat. He doesn't have mm -hmm. Kentucky in his top nine. He just recently visited there, but he has Ole Miss in his top nine. Um, That's interesting. Weirdly enough, um, if you follow the 247 stuff, he's crystal balled to Rutgers, which I don't understand so that. He, he's got Ole Miss in his top nine. So, But I think he's committing soon, so one to look out for. Uh, MJ Morris out of our city here in Atlanta, uh, dual threat quarterback. Um, they got two that made the elite 11. Yeah. Yeah. MJ Morris is one of them. He's, he actually just recently named Florida State his leader, which is pretty nice. Oh, we'll see what happens. Uh, AJ Duffy um, and Ja'Curry Brown, who is from Valdosta. Uh, okay. Sounds like he might be going to Miami. So there's a couple QBs out there. If you don't have one yet, uh, you might want to get on one of these guys. They're from the South. AJ Duffy is actually from Arizona, but he's at IMG now. Um, Arizona's based in the South. You're looking at a couple three stars. So that's not what you you were talking about this off like we were talking about this off air. Like there's yeah. a little bit of a concern because like football in general, it seems to be like the narrative, like especially in the NFL, like that everything's a quarterback driven league. It's like the most important player on the field, blah blah blah. And I think gone are the days where you can have a game manager at quarterback and, and really like get to a national championship game. Cause like yeah. doing that would insinuate that you you're basically winning by defense or just like, you know, ball well, control. We just don't see that anymore. That's what we talked about. Um, I think even before we even had a podcast together, but I think it came on for a segment 
was that's how I feel like Kirby is still running Georgia until now. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens next year. Uh, finally, JT Daniels, I think, could be a guy right. that can actually get them to the next level. But he was running like what they did at Bama to win championships in 2009, which is right. run the ball and play defense at Georgia. I mean, there's no excuse to throw Stetson Bennett out there. <laughs> that guy's not winning you a championship. So yeah. what I'm saying is, is now that the game has evolved, it's more of a passing game. Um, you've got it. I feel like if you think if you think about the last, I don't know, 10 national championships. Dude, date back they, to 2013. They all like had... Basically, outside of Bama, and like A.J. McCarron, you're right. Yeah, like you, it's been a standout quarterback, right, that has won the championship. So mm -hmm. if you're not getting in on one of the top 15 to 20 QBs in high school, um, then you're behind, and you're, you're, you've, you've given yourself less, less of a chance to win a championship. So these are the guys that are uncommitted right now that a lot of these... You're probably going to see most of them come off the board in the next month or two. Which is, that was the thing that was most uh, surprising and interesting to me is that when you brought it up, you were saying like, it was kind of like just a flood of these commitments that happened over the weekend, which is like, I don't know if it's early considering, you know, like the recruiting cycles now and everything's so different and especially with COVID and, and the Elite 11, I think they've, they've just finalized that, I believe. I think they're making their announcements last week, but you're right. Like, you know, if, if you don't have a, an elite quarterback, it really is hard to compete with some of those players. And that's not saying there's not a, a Kyle Trask every once in a while that's going to be a three-star or, you know, a no-star that you end up recruiting and, and, and developing and ends up becoming, like, a, a great player. Like, Baker Mayfield is a walk-on. Um, we all know those stories. At the same time, it, like, I, I get onto Kirby all the time about this, but, like, stockpiling all this talent and then kind of really not knowing what to do with it. And to his defense, like, you're right. Like, he, he has to be more dynamic in the offense. They will be with Todd Munkin, I think, this year. But – it's hard to tell somebody like Kirby Smart that you can't do this with this kind of quarterback and you need to be, you know, you need to have like a, like a, a playmaker and an elite quarterback, like, 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 you know, from a physical like standpoint, like a talent standpoint, all that kind of stuff to win. If, if you're telling Kirby that he needs to have that, it's very easy to just, you know, for him to look at his actual resume and be like, well, in year two, year three, we went to a national championship with Jake Fromm as a freshman and, and should have won that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, that, that wasn't that long well, ago. Fromm, I mean, Fromm was pretty good. I mean, he beat out, um, Jacob Eason. Eason. So, well, I mean, Eason it's not like injured. he was like, a uh, true, but remember, I remember we were actually filming an old podcast at the time. And I remember my hot take was that Fromm was going to take the job from Eason and never give it back. Yeah. Who's right on that. Well, and, and you were spot on with that. Like, I think, well, you also said Baker Mayfield would be selling insurance after one year, but, um, but no, I mean like that's, that's a good point. I think, and from, from was like, we give him shit for being a game manager, but he was a five-star. Yeah. Like, I think at least he on was one, an elite. One, he was an elite recruit. I mean, right. He was a four-star composite guy, like top 50 recruit for sure. Um, so, I mean, I think Kirby knows that now. And I think he's got a guy that's going to do that. What's interesting also about this is like, so Bama signed or got a commitment from a five-star kid out of Tennessee and they already have Bryce young. And I think it's the first time they've had multiple five stars um, on like the roster at the same time, like at quarterback. Um, that's probably wrong, but, but basically they, they've got, they're going to have like a lot of talent at, at that quarterback position. If there's any position that is more apt and prone to enter the transfer portal, um, like immediately it's been the quarterback position. We talk about it all the time. And, and you could look back even before the transfer portal was a thing, Aaron Murray and Zach Bettenberger, both like five-star type talents signed in the same class. How did that play out? Like they, they, one of them left after, after year one. So what Kirby's doing is awesome. Being able to pick up like Gunnar Stockton and um, being able to pick up who's the other Rock kid. Uh, yeah. I don't like the names, which is just um, the, the most, I mean, if Stetson Bennett wasn't a Georgia name, then Brock Vandergriff sure is. Yeah, for sure. Um, absolutely for sure. But I think like, I don't know if those guys, Carson Beck was an elite 11 guy, four star recruit. Like, I don't know if those guys are going to end their careers in Athens, but I think at this point it's not really throwing shit at the wall, but like stockpiling as much talent as possible at that position yeah, and figuring it out later is probably the, the, the way to go. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I, Kirby's, he, I think he's learned from the whole field situation that like you just gotta you just gotta get the the most elite talent out there mm -hmm. and 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 uh, and i think let munkin do his thing more important yeah. just let him because he's he's a really good coordinator so 
Um, I think they've got it figured out there now, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them win a championship. So God. the guy that left the – thank you for the five-star review. But yeah. he did call me out in the review and was like, I should have not given you a five-star because you keep making fun of Georgia and not winning a championship since 1980. He called me a little bleep in here. He's bad, but because of Marler, all because of you, get the five-star and he's going to give me another chance. So – you're South, so lucky that Georgia fans love me because I'm so nice to them all the time. Yeah. South Georgia boy is what he yes. said on the, That's what he named himself. Um, there you go. I just said that Georgia, I think, can win a title in the next few years because they're going to have good okay. All right. Let's um, let's do the Uncensored Bum of the Week in this podcast. And then uh, we want to read a couple. We want to give a shout out to, to one um, one of the listeners uh, specifically. But why don't you go ahead and do the Uncensored Bum of the Week and then we'll go from there. So, so I sent this to you like at the beginning of the week because I was like, this is undoubtedly the uncensored moment of the week. I, so a clip comes up on my Twitter of the Mets practice. And I, I didn't do much more digging. I'm hoping it was a joke. But the Mets were practicing celebrating a World Series. And I, I, I immediately thought like, oh, oh, God, the manager thinks like, hey, if we give them this, if they know what it feels like, Right all year, they that. can keep that, and it's like it was the worst. It, it'd be like watching. So the last World Series they won was in 1986. Yeah, against the. Yeah, that Sox. was the year I was Thanks. born. Mm-hmm. So 34 years ago, it would be like. I looked this up. Penn State won in 1986. I'm doing rough math because I have no idea, but I think that's the last time Penn State also won a championship. <laughs> Yeah, they they uh they went undefeated in '94 and won the Rose Bowl against Oregon, <clears throat> who was also undefeated. <clears throat> Excuse me, but <clears throat> they also finished behind Nebraska. There was like that year specifically was was loaded with teams, but Penn State. Okay, fine, fine, I'll do it. It'd be like Georgia practicing winning a championship. Oh, it's messed up. I know. I had to. It was the only thing I had. We just said it was 1980. I'm sorry. Anyways, I, what I, I thought it was ridiculous. Mets, <laughs> it is ridiculous, and also it's like, like I've I've heard people do that before. It's like we're gonna practice cutting down the nets. Like, coach, I got to fucking study. Like, this is stupid. Um, I know. Think about you, the like, anything. Think about should... like the thirty-five-year-old guy that's on the on the team in spring training. <laughs> like, really, Jesus Christ! I got um, I got two kids at home. I just want to go home. They should a thousand percent practice if they're going to practice any kind of celebration. It's dog piles because that seems like a giant nightmare. And I, I was lucky enough to never be a part of one, despite playing baseball my entire career. Um, but like. Being at the bottom of the dog pile, I very would freak the fuck out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, well, they um, should practice um, like throwing out their like sixth guy in the rotation because three of their starters were undoubtedly go down for the year with like Tommy John. But the Mets. That's just the normal year for the Mets, so they should just continue to practice that. Anyways, so um, yeah, that is that is ridiculous. That. Okay. Um, we want to give a one special shout out. We were going to read some five star reviews, but you guys have uh, have put out so many of them, and we've already gone too long talking about Joanna Man. Uh, do you want to say one one shout out? And you brought this up, um, so I'll let yeah. you take the, the lead on this because I can't find it right now. Yeah, so I won't say his last name, but there, uh, Chris in the Facebook group uh, put out a shout out to his buddy Kale, who had a serious accident recently. Uh, sounds pretty bad. So, so I don't know if Kale listens. He's a big LSU fan. So, uh, Kale, good good luck. Uh, I know you got a lot to go through. We're thoughts and prayers. Uh, go Tigers. Keep fighting and. Um, you know, Chris, there's a shout out. Hopefully it gets out to everybody because it sounds like Kale's going through some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, man, I think it's it's always fun talking about college football and, and you know, give each other shit about our rivals and stuff like that. But it was, um, I hate to say this, uh, like not refreshing is not the right word for it, but it, it it's always good to have like the group kind of bring us back, back down to reality and also show like how great the community is of, of you guys and um, why we enjoy it so much. Because, you know, like I feel like stuff like that can, kind of feel uncomfortable sharing sometimes for like the person posting it but i'll tell you like firsthand like i remember like bringing up like the depression thing that i was dealing with last year and and the outpouring of support from people you know i i feel like that'll be the same it'll be met with the same thing uh this time and we're obviously we don't have to get into like religious stuff but if you are you know um we'll be praying for him as well and and i'll make sure to pass along to pastor patty sue so um yeah man get well soon and, and all that stuff we're pulling for you yeah definitely so now on to the crazy stuff. Yeah, the no, no real good uh, transition there. But last, we wanted to shout out all the five-star <laughs> reviews because 
it was crazy. You know, Chris, obviously, uh, we talk before every show, just catching up. And he told me today that we have 120 already yeah. in six weeks, five-star reviews. Yeah. Incredible. And you know what's I, awesome about this? The, well, you know what neighbors... I say incredible? It's not enough. I'm mad. Okay. <laughs> Don't start this. No, like, our, one of our neighbors uh, sometimes makes like kind of like Brighton's by day because um, super nice guy, like love him to death. Not a huge sports guy, but like just mm-hmm. a good, good, like just a great neighbor in general and a good friend. But you so can't like, really trust him if he doesn't like sports, you know? No, he, that wasn't where I was going with that at all. I was just like, he's listening. But he he was like, hey, I subscribed to the podcast. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. Because like, you know, oh, that's I don't cool, yeah. give a shit. He's just being right. supportive. Yeah. He's like, did you read the five-star reviews? Because a lot of times it'd be like, this is good. I enjoy it. Go dogs. Some of these are so incredibly creative. We're going to do a segment on it next time. Um, and I'll, I'll just read one uh that is i'm trying to think here um there really are there there are a ton you got a couple of negative reviews because of your florida state fan but um i know yeah the one guy the one georgia fan cut me deep he was like i'll ignore it because of how terrible florida state is like yeah i get it i get it um it's my time to just take beatings (laughs) but but there's there were some incredible ones uh now that i'm going through them there's some where uh there was some some shade thrown and, and some stuff that i can't repeat so um but no all jokes aside we really do appreciate it and um and we i know we threw out the questions for fourth and wrong uh we t- we mentioned this last time but we're going to start doing this starting tomorrow which is monday the 15th uh we are going to start doing a weekly facebook live like so basically the facebook live i was doing um throughout you know this season the off season last year uh, we kind of got away from it but Tyler and I are going to do that together and answer all your fourth and wrong questions in and talk about, you know, whatever you guys want to talk about on the pod. Because again, it's, it's the off season. I think we're 171 days away. We got to get this together. So we're going to start ramping up that kind of content with y'all. And uh, so look forward to that. All right, Tyler, anything else? Everybody enjoy no. the tournament this week. A uh, little bit of a different schedule. I'm so bummed that it doesn't start on Thursday. The the all day yeah. Thursday Friday thing is always the best, but but it's gonna be what Friday Saturday Sunday Monday now. Yeah. So when we record next time, we'll be like a little bit through the second oh, round shit. of the tournament. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, we hope all you have a good week. Make sure you join the uh, the bracket and all that kind of stuff, and uh, we'll have some good prizes for you guys. Love you guys, and we will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.